This episode is made possible by PwC. Businesses today face countless risks that could come from almost anywhere. Now you can stay ahead of the game with our risk management products and proactively manage threats before they become risks. At PwC, it adds up to the new equation. Learn more at riskproducts.pwc.com. That's riskproducts.pwc.com. Ten thousand. This is the Washington Nationals Minute Cast. All right, welcome in to the Washington Nationals MinuteCast. Thank you for joining me today. Spring training is looming soon, and this Washington Nationals team is a whole lot different than the one we remember from last year after the trade deadline. Some big players left the Nationals team, and it's leaving a lot of question marks. Who's going to be playing on the Nationals this year? It's, it's a great question. Um, just looking at the catcher position alone, you got Kibar Ruiz, Riley Adams, and Trace Barrera who kind of vacillated between the AAA team and the big Nationals team. So it's going to be interesting to see who they have as a catcher this year. Um, I think that they might be tinkering with some things. I did hear that, um, depending on what Ryan Zimmerman does, uh, that they might try Adams uh, at first base. Um, He's like, well, you know, I played catcher my whole career. Why would I play first base? Well, I think that the Nationals are pretty deep in the catcher position, so he's going to have to go where he fits, and he has some pop in his bat. So, I mean, it would be really nice to have Adams, um, if he's not catching, playing at first base. Uh, Kibert Ruiz, uh, who we got in that big trade with Max Scherzer and uh, Trey Turner. Um, So, I mean, just kind of, this is all in retrospect, looking back on it. We've all had time to kind of process uh, the Washington Nationals and the moves that they made. Um, it's questionable if the decisions that they made were prudent and it, if it will help the team or if this is going to be a long and laborious rebuild. I really hope not. Um, I, I don't know if I have the patience for watching the Nationals struggle for years and years and years, but I don't think that's going to be the case. That's like a worst case scenario. The draft picks that they got from the Dodgers in particular were all ranked in the major, minor league baseball as some of the best. Um, if you look at the ones that they got, Kiebert Ruiz, he's got pop in his bat. And uh, he did hit some home runs uh, with the Nationals last year, and he also hit some in the um, minor league system. So I think that they just need to kind of fine-tune um, his skill set, and uh, and I think he's going to be a great player. But then, I mean, you need a number one and number two. If you're asking me my ideal situation, I think that I would go with Trace Barrera, and I would go with Kiebert Ruiz as a platoon, back and forth. Kiebert Ruiz would be the number one, of course. And then Trace Pereira would uh, would be the backup, essentially. Um, I think that uh, Adams, um, because Zimmerman, we know, is not going to be playing forever. We just know that. Um, and he it's going to be a sad day because Zimmerman is kind of like, uh, I mean, he's one of the guys that's been there since the very beginning when the Expos moved to Washington, D.C. Um, he was one of the first guys on the team. And, uh, I mean, when you think back on Ryan Zimmerman, he has been linked to some of the greatest moments in Washington Nationals history, and it'll be sad to see him go. 
But um, I mean, that, that's what's going to happen. So I think that even if Ryan Zimmerman does not play for the Nationals next year, excuse me, they need to plan for it. They need to plan for a Washington Nationals team minus Ryan Zimmerman. It is very impactful. Um, if you think about it, I think it's almost the equivalency of moving Alex Ovechkin. Uh, and when he retires, the, the void that'll be left there. Ryan Zimmerman is, uh, you know, like I would say, the captain of the team. And uh, we'll, we'll miss him. Uh, you know, he's got pop in his bat. And we'll never forget his contributions that he made when they won the World Series. Four. Teams remain in the NFL playoffs. And that means only four teams left for you to bet on at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Buy just $5 and get 280 in free bits if your team wins. Not a new customer? You can experience the conference championship with same-gay parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger buyout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Buy just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TPPN for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, you saw the departure of Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. And, you know, hindsight in 2020, Max Scherzer was going to be gone anyway. We know that. So uh, they bundled him together with Trey Turner. He went out to the Dodgers, and they got a big uh, haul on him. They got Kbert Ruiz. They got Josiah Gray. Josiah Gray is another bright spot that I haven't touched on yet. The um, Nationals' starting rotation struggled, uh, and even more than their starting rotation, their relievers struggled. So we're hoping that these players can gel. Um, you know, we pulled a lot of players from all over the place. I mean, we lost you know, pretty much the entire team, it feels like. I mean, the only real uh, big pieces left are Juan Soto and Zimmerman and, you know, maybe a handful of other ones. But the lion's share of the team is gone. It's going to be a new Nationals team. Let's just hope that it's not this long, laborious um, rebuild. Because, I mean, sometimes those can take years and years, and then you keep tinkering it with it. And then those players never um, create any kind of chemistry with each other. So you never get to that point where you're at. But uh, so far, so good. I think um, in the players that they got in return, Kbert Ruiz, for example, and Josiah Gray, um, I think Josiah Gray shows a, a lot of promise. And uh, I think that he will be on the starting rotation. I know he will. It's just going to be where he's placed in the starting rotation. But, um, I mean, if you look at the Nationals from last year, they were kind of at that point where they were like, this isn't working. It's just not working anymore. It just seems like sometimes you would get good starting pitching, and then all of a sudden the bullpen would come in and it would just be done. All that work that was done is it was gone. Um, so, um, like I say, I was talking about earlier about Jan Gomes, but it looks like I think they upgraded. I mean, Jan Gomes had some pop in his bat, uh, and then he got traded out to Oakland. But hopefully, uh, they can get some more production out of these um, guys that they got. 
in these trades. So the projected lineup is going to be Lane Thomas in the outfield. Hernandez at second base, Juan Soto in the outfield. That's another one. Before I go any further, Juan Soto, we have to find a way to lock him up. I mean, there's no real question, is there? The Washington Nationals need Juan Soto on the team. Pay him whatever he wants. Give him the checkbook, have him fill it out. I mean, that's what they got to do because it's going to le- it's going to be a hard thing to be a Nationals fan if they can't find a way to keep Juan Soto. That pop in his bat, that's not going away anytime soon. Juan Soto is a young man, and uh, that's only going to get better. So barring any major injury, I think it's in their best interest to try to, to lock him up. Like I say, I know that he's going to uh, get the King's ransom out there. He could probably go to the Dodgers or the Yankees or any of the other bigger markets and get much more than the Nationals are going to be able to offer him. But you, you got to do it because, I mean, plugging him, that's like, you know, I mentioned Ovechkin earlier. You know, if you're a Washington fan, you know what I'm talking about. Could you imagine if they just said, oh, we're, we're not signing uh, Alex Ovechkin? You know, he was too expensive. Uh, it, it's not, you know, that's not an answer. That's not an answer at all. So they got to find a way to, to re-sign Juan Soto. They need that power in there. I mean, what it's going to be this year is it's going to be a mixture of old and new players. And uh, you need those uh, seasoned players. I know Juan Soto hasn't been in the league that long, but, I mean, he's already, I mean, you could already put his name in the Hall of Fame, it feels like, you know, barring some thing where he totally fell off, you know, like he got injured or something. But I think that that Juan Soto is a part of the future. And, uh, you know, it's just, you need that, like the captain of the team, you need that person that you're going to go to a game uh, regardless of anything else. You know, I think that there's going to be a lot of people that are going to go see the Nationals just because Juan Soto is playing there. I mean, I, I don't question that at all. So, but kind of going down the list here, Josh Bell at first, Yadiel Hernandez in the outfield, Kbert Ruiz, uh, Escobar at shortstop, and Carter Keboom at third. Vroom is the better way to buy and sell used cars. Looking for your next ride? Go to vroom.com now to shop thousands of cars right from your phone. Not only can you buy a car on Vroom.com, but you can also sell or trade in your old car, too. When you buy a car on Vroom, they'll deliver it straight to you. If you sell your car to Vroom, they'll come pick it up, free of charge. No more driving around, getting appraisals you aren't sure are fair. No more dealing with flaky direct buyers. Not with Vroom. Sell or trade in your car with Vroom and try out your new ride for a full week to make sure it's right for you. Go to Vroom.com now to get an instant offer on your used car. Don't wait. Vroom, it's the better way to buy and sell used cars. So head over to Vroom.com now to see what your current ride is worth and check out thousands of cars to find your next one. That's Vroom.com. Vroom.com. That's another tough one, that Carter Keyboom. You know, what's the definition of insanity is doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result. You know, I sure hope I'm wrong with Keyboom. I really am because for the longest time, the Nationals put their absolute faith in Carter Keyboom. He's the future of the Nationals at third. So uh, when Rendon went out to the Angels, there was, you know, that void. And that, that's kind of the same significance that I'm talking about as with Juan Soto. I mean, Rendon, you took him out of third, and they have never been able to plug that hole. They've tried to plug and play different people, and I, I remember them saying, they're like, well, this is Keyboom's time to shine. This is Keyboom's time to shine. It hasn't happened yet. Um, I know that he had some brief glimpses of greatness last year, and then sometimes uh, there was a few uh, times um, in the season last year that 
he got sent down to uh, the minor league baseball and to try to refocus him, and that seemed to help. But I just don't know. Uh, how many times are you going to keep trying with Carter Keboom at third? Um, it might be something that you might want to package him with some someone and uh, and move him out of town and try to upgrade at the third base position because you got to have a great third baseman if you're going to be a good team. I mean, you're going to put that in the same category, starting pitching and anything else, great hitting. That's a hot corner to be at. You got to have a great third baseman, um, and if you want to, uh, you know, go way back, Ryan Zimmerman playing at third. Um, so, I mean, they've always kind of had a solid third baseman. It's been some time they have, like I say, they haven't been able to plug that hole uh, since uh, Rendon left. Um, so it's going to be interesting, you know. And that's the hard part uh, of losing these players is because Trey Turner was such. Beyond a great hitter, he was a great hitter. I mean, kind of a, a small man, you know, a slender build, but that guy had pop. He could knock it out of the park. I guess they say it's all about technique, right? But also his defensive capabilities and what he was able to do defensively. I think that the Nationals are really going to miss him. And, uh, man, I remember when they acquired him, I mean, he was kind of like the headline, the future uh, Trey Turner. And he he did a great job. He helped the Nationals win the World Series. But, man, that one stings. You know, I do hope that Kbert Ruiz and uh, and Josiah Gray, um, they live up to what they said they were going to be or, you know, what the statistics show that they're going to be. Because losing, you know, like I say, Max Scherzer, you know, I was kind of resigned to that anyway. He's kind of a guy that just moves around whoever pays him the most money. Now he's playing for the Mets. That one stings a little bit. I mean, the Nationals play the the Mets quite often. So, you know, when it comes to the point where you're just kind of playing for money, it's kind of sad, you know, I'll always have the greatest respect for Max Scherzer, but just to be kind of a guy that's going to go wherever just because of money. I mean, I understand that he didn't really have a choice going out to Los Angeles. You know, I'm sure, you know, a guy of his level, I'm sure could have rejected it. But, you know, you shouldn't have let money be your sole motivation when you're when you're playing anything. Um, I know that you pr- uh, play for a brief period of time, but you got to think that guy's got enough money, right? <laughs> How much more money does Max Scherzer need? I kind of think that where he's winding up his career anyway, um, I think that he'll probably play for New York and maybe this might be his last year, maybe the year after that. But I don't think that Max has, you know, as much fuel in the tank as he once did. If you saw Max play in the playoffs for Los Angeles, you'd say, are you crazy? He's still great. But, you know, kind of like all the older players, father time is coming for us all. And, uh, you know, pitching's tough uh, on, on his arm and his shoulder. And uh, all it's going to take is one of those major injuries. And uh, that's, that's going to be all she wrote for Max Scherzer. So this is just a, a podcast to get you guys up to date um, for the information that I have right now on the Washington Nationals. Um, I do two other podcasts. I do one for the Capitals and I do one for the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers one got signed to the Pigskin Podcast Network and the Washington Capitals to the Hockey Podcast Network. This podcast is also going to be a part of that, but being that they don't really have a baseball um, affiliate, I'm just on there, and uh, I'm still sponsored by DraftKings. So um, when you're online and and you're doing your online betting, go to DraftKings and use keyword TPPN um, and help out. You know, it's helping out... um, It's helping out the network. It's helping out my podcast. And I want to thank you guys for listening. I'm really looking forward to this upcoming national season. Uh, I'm going to be, you know, cautiously optimistic, I guess I'm going to say. But to a certain extent, it is exciting because, you know, last year it was the same players. You know, this guy's going to be out there and that guy's going to be out there. But uh, this year, it's going to be pretty much 
a lot of new players. I mean, like I say, a lot of these guys played uh, for the team after the trade deadline, but uh, it's still, you didn't really get, it was pretty much a sample size of who these guys are. So it's going to be exciting to see what this Nationals team can do. Can they compete? Is this going to be a lengthy rebuild? Um, you know, I really hope it's not because, you know, I don't think that, I don't think that many cities have an appetite for that because it seems like some teams, some smaller market teams, I wouldn't call the national smaller market. I mean, they have money. Uh, they had Bryce Harper and they had these huge um, names on the team at one time. But, uh, you know, you got to compete. Uh, it's, I mean, if you look at the teams like the Detroit Tigers, uh, I, I don't know, just think of a poor team that's out there that just always, the Kansas City Royals, I mean, they won that one year, but, you know, they kind of always are swirling around the drain out there. It's just, anyway, the point that I'm trying to make is you don't want to be one of those teams that uh, year after year after year has a losing record because uh, people lose interest in that. They just, they don't want to watch that anymore. So I hope that they're able to to put, put some wins together. Uh, like I say, spring training uh, is supposed to start here soon in March. I don't remember the exact date, but then there's all kinds of trade talks. And is the baseball season going to start on time and in deals with Major League Baseball? You know, that's not the, the sexy part of baseball to me. Um, you got to pay attention to it because that's going to affect if the season's going to start on time or not. But I just don't really like to concentrate on that stuff. I hope that the... The powers that be um, in Major League Baseball figure it out. Figure it out. There's a lot of things to figure out. Got to figure out why baseball games are getting longer and longer. Longer and longer. I mean, if you look at it and you look at the stats year over year, baseball games have progressively got longer and longer. And, uh, you know, it's in the world that we live in, everything has to be bite size. And I think that that's why some of the ratings for baseball have gone down in comparison to, let's say, the NFL or the NHL is that those are games that are held to a clock. I mean, you watch baseball, the pitcher steps on, he steps off, he throws to first, the the batter steps out of the box, steps in. You know, some of these games, if you look at the time, look it up on Google, some of these games are averaging between three and a half and four hours. How many people have time to do that? I mean, I got to be honest with you, I have uh, a few kids at home here. I can't watch complete games very often. I have to watch the condensed games. I mean, it would be nice to, but, you know, if you're a family person, it's nigh unto impossible to watch an entire baseball game. You know, it's difficult. I like watching baseball. I love baseball. But um, for, they just got to figure it out. I heard in uh, in uh, the minor league baseball that they're going to try with the um, having the uh, strikes and balls called by a computer. It's an interesting concept because I think the accuracy for umpires is is eroding. And then uh, you have these new uh, technologies out there by AWS, you know, all these stat casts and all that, where they're kind of looking over and the, the umpires calling strikes and their balls and vice versa. And then you got to start questioning, you know, was that, a, why did he do that? Was it an honest mistake or was it a vendetta against the player? Because, you know, he talked crap about him. We don't know. But uh, it, it, I mean, they just got to figure out how to make baseball um, like I say, more bite-sized. I mean, I know that the baseball purists out there would say, shut up, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. It's true. If you look at the ratings, they're going down for baseball. I went to a baseball game. I saw the Nationals in Milwaukee a few years ago. And most of the people are having conversations around you. They're not even really watching the game. They're talking to their family and friends almost the whole time, and they have their phone in front of them. And then I'll, you know, they hear the crack of the bat or something, and then they're back into it. But other than that, people are kind of just zoning out. 
So anyway, I don't mean to go off on a tangent about that. That's not really what I'm here to talk about today, but it's been a while since I've done a podcast. Just wanted to get you guys up to speed with what's going on. Um, I'll have another pod when uh, more news breaks. Like I say, this was just to kind of to to let you know what's going on with the Nationals and the information that I have and that this is your home. This is the podcast for the Washington Nationals. I'm not affiliated with the Washington Nationals, but I want to be the premier destination for Washington Nationals podcast. There are some great ones out there and they do a good job. But uh, I want you to know that you can come to this podcast for all your Nationals news. All right, that is the Washington Nationals Minutecast for today. We'll talk to you guys again next time. You can find the podcast at Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, or wherever you find your podcast. If you have a moment, please like, rate, and share this podcast and tell your friends about it. It really helps. Thank you for listening.